Like none, <laughs> none of his claps even lined up with anything ever, any of the time. Your father-in-law called my wife. I don't have an opinion. I think he did all the right moves. So Lance Armstrong. He actually he would come into the class and scream at us. He had all the right. He had all the right friends and all the right. <laughs> Your boyfriend was like a magician. In all the right places. And to get us in trouble, he would make us watch Care Bears. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, go all the way. What? He'd have a fight with his wife, and he'd come in and he'd be like, "Okay, guys." He's like, "I don't want to hear anybody doing anything." Uh, okay, what? Spaces. The brief time that me and Craig went to school together. So my mom was so mad, and that sounds interesting. But um, yeah, there's no excuse for your childhood, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome folks to best three out of three the podcast with your hosts you know your friends returning here we've got your favorite host mark who's playing the role of a a guy currently accepting other jobs right now but still recording himself on a podcast we have antonio playing the role of super mario who is actually playing super mario as we're recording (laughs) and myself craig playing the role of a guy pretending to be a philosopher and share my philosophy with the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this podcast where we, three friends, hang out, talk about stuff. Cycling, Radiohead, you know, other topics. Listening to Radiohead while you cycle? I do. Do you listen to music while you cycle, Mark? Um, When I'm outside, yes. When, I, uh, you know, on the trainer, I haven't so far. Is that because you've been on the phone with me? Yes. And we just like listen to each other heavily breathe while we work out. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, uh, I guess, I guess morally acceptable. Yeah. We had a fun time actually, Antonio. We, uh, we raced, well, we didn't really race, but I like raced up a hill and uh, it was fun. Oh yeah. Craig, Craig got first out of everyone on Zwift in that world on that day. Wow. Which is pretty Just on that day. So like, I mean, there wasn't like, you know, Lance Armstrong wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> Good old Lance. But uh but <laughs> I got like him. I but just as a reference point, I got thirty-fourth. So that's yeah. how much faster Craig is than I am. Wow. Yeah. So not too much. And if you were there, Antonio, you would have been like seventy ninth probably. Hey, you never <laughs> know, man. I gotta fix my <laughs> tires still. Once I get that all Hey, yeah, you gotta get away. on your trainer. Oh yeah, it's just it's just that tire. That's the only thing holding you back. that's 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 right positive i'm just i'm just kidding mark if i I beat you if i you would be you'd be wicked you'd be you'd be amazingly fast i'm just gonna sit there like with my arm just be like (laughs) (laughs) it's actually i tried that and it's like not easier oh really it's very it's not it's really hard yeah wow yeah there's a lot of tension on that trainer what if i did it upside if i flip my bike upside down Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, pedaled it like that. Why is it upside down? So that the tire has no friction and it just spins. For no resistance. Yeah. I mean, you could do that. Yeah. If you just want to like a hundred, like if you want to be Lance Armstrong, <laughs> then yeah. I will be the Lance that's, Armstrong on Swift. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the equivalent. I think. <laughs> Look at me go guys. Yeah. Nice. Oh man, I really enjoy listening to music while working out, but I also listen to podcasts sometimes. Um, not just our own podcast, which I do have to listen to like 400 times between editing and whatever. But yeah, I like listening to music while biking, walking, reading yeah, a lot. I definitely find it helps me to 
have an edge. Yeah, I got into Radiohead mostly when I lived in New York and I just walk around the streets listening to it, spacing out. On this episode, we are going to be reviewing The Bends by Radiohead. Their second album came out in 1995, I believe. 95. And it, might, it was Mark's first time hearing it. So we're going to talk about it. Um, Isn't The Bends when you like go from diving and you go up too quickly and blood vessels explode? Yes. Yeah. It's a, like a thing you get from diving. Um, I haven't had that experience. Have you? I think you die if you do. <laughs> no, 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 you don't die. You don't? I don't think so. Hmm. Um, I think there was a Seinfeld episode and Jerry got the bends. Um, and he wasn't dead, you know? Oh, decompression sickness is caused by, yeah. Death only yeah. occurs in extreme cases. Extreme. So like if you're extremely banded then you'll get it but i mean this is a cool album when was the first time like before we get mark's hot take on this antonio what was your do you remember your first experience with the bends it was interesting because i didn't really take in radiohead as like one album at a, at a time like mark is okay i kind of downloaded all the songs from a friend's computer onto my ipod and i would just skip through them to see like what i liked what and like. what i didn't like Interesting. And I think I found the bends probably at the end of that whole thing. Cause I would listen to fake plastic trees and high and dry. Right. But you know, as it went along, I just listened to them slowly, but not all at once. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. And so Mark, what did you think about like, this was your first time. The only other radiohead you've heard was Pablo honey on last episode. So what, uh, like, what do you think about the bends? Oh man. Um, well, I can say the first time I listened to it, I definitely did not care for it. I had to force myself to listen to it. Um, mm. and even the second time it was still pretty, you know, I was like, eh, I don't really know if I like the the style of this album, you know? Yeah. Um, there's some, there's some, some things that they do in there that, uh, kind of remind me of like older style music. And I've never been a fan of that. Like older style rock music, you mean? I guess. Or yeah. like 50s, like yeah. jazz. Or no, not like about? that. Like older, like 70s, maybe. 70s, 70s rock. style mm. rock. Yeah. And so there's a couple of yeah. things that they do in there that kind of reminds me of that. And I'm like, eh, I'm not a big fan of that. But right. um, after the second listen, what I did was I listened to the last song because I, I noted the last song, which is street spirit fade out right at least yeah. on spotify it is yeah um, that's correct yeah uh maybe not on the extended but anyway that's the last song on spotify and uh i noted that song as being one that i really liked from i think my first listen okay nice and so i was like you know what? i'm gonna listen to it backwards just to oh, jump you listen to the album backwards just to jumble up my brain and uh <laughs> so i listened to it backwards and um listen to that song first and on that oh, cool on that backwards listen i actually gained a really big appreciation for every one of the songs wow that's interesting that you suggest listening to it backwards because i know like with radiohead fans a lot of the times they'll reorganize track lists on their mm -hmm. albums and find like what they like the like oh this makes the album even better if you listen to the songs this way which is cool. Like, I think there's a little bit of uh, experimentation you can do. Orca connecting albums. two albums together. I think they've done right. 
Yeah, I think they've done like In Rainbows and OK Computer together. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, what's that called? OK Rainbows in <laughs> Computer? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought there was I a didn't name. get lost in the sauce that much. Okay, I get. I drink the <laughs> sauce and I'm like floating in a tub of it. Oh yeah, and it's just Radiohead up to my eyeballs. <laughs> You're obsessed. Yeah, absolutely. So. I, well, I was going to say that I think Craig said it in the text, but from here on out, like that's pretty much par for the course when it comes to Radiohead. Yeah. Like you take a listen, you might not like it at first. You uh-huh. might not like it the second or third time. And because they kind of like grow on you and you have to like understand or like it can be overwhelming. You have to like grasp what's going on because there can be so much that it just is overwhelming maybe to your ears. But I think by doing this and listening to this album, Second, there's yeah. still some like leftover bits and pieces from Pablo Honey just lingering in there. You know what? And that's what I found interesting about listening to these in order. Um, because I had always listened to the bends in context of going backwards, like going from OK Computer or going from Kid A back to the bends and see how they progressed. But it's interesting seeing from Pablo Honey, because I never used to listen to that album that much, that there is a lot of similarities. Oh, yeah. Um, between yeah, the two. They, they haven't changed that much, but I would actually, I, it's hard to describe it. I think the bends is more smooth, more refined, I guess I would <laughs> say, but because Pablo Honey's a little bit more, not grunge, not grungy sounding, not, not, that's not the right word, but just a little bit more edgy, I guess. Edgy. Yeah. And, uh, a little bit more punchy, I guess, too. So almost like which I like, which I like. Yeah. But um, so, but what I can say though is that the bends is a little bit easier listening, smoother, definitely goes down smoother. Um, takes a little bit more time to get acclimated. I think I, I kind of opened up the box with Pablo Honey right away, like the right, songs, exactly, right out of the box. But I think that they faded quicker from my memory Mm. like you know whenever you listen to an album or a song and you really like it and you're like oh this song is great and then you might listen to it over and over for like a week right right? or whatever um which i did with pablo honey it faded fairly quickly not not that quickly but fairly quickly compared to other albums i've listened to that are like really epic yeah i agree with you on that you know um the bends i think is going to last a little bit longer because I, I don't know if it's because I eased into it a little bit more or, or it's just, it just has that sticking power, but it's just, it's, I don't know, maybe I think it's just better overall. I definitely like more songs, if not all of them on the bends versus Pablo honey. I only probably like half of the songs a lot. Whereas the other half, I could just skip them and And not not care, you know, not Mm -hmm. care at all. Yeah. In fact, I do skip probably about half maybe a little bit more but on the bends i can easily listen to the whole album and i'm like very happy with that Um, i don't i don't want to say that radiohead's catchy but there is like less catchy songs in poplo honey i think like nothing like you can listen to and appreciate it but it's not something like you said that you'll be whistling in the back of your mind yeah but i think high and dry is kind of one of their more popular songs yeah Mm-hmm. It's funny because Tom York, the singer and, you know, writer and everything for most of these songs, um, he also hates high and dry. So like he hates creep and he hates high and mm-hmm. dry. 
And he would, he said that Wait, he wishes so. that they never released it on this album. He, he compares it to another artist. I don't remember who, but he's like, Oh, it sounds too much like this. And I don't like that. Like, but I can't remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? And is he the lead, is he the lead vocalist? Yeah, he's or? the lead vocalist and he plays oh, okay. guitar and other instruments. And he writes all yeah. the songs, right? I mean like, and it's a band effort. Like as far as music goes, I think he writes all the words for sure. Um, I, I think you might yeah. feel that those songs misrepresent Radiohead because you can listen to it and think you're listening to another band that's right less influential. Um, yeah, and then you listen to the rest of the CD and you're like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, this is not. I, I I do I do agree with him though. What's his name? Tom again? York. I, I need to Tom learn this guy. York. It's <laughs> not Tom. It is T H O M E, but it's not Tom. Well, no, there's there's no e at the end. There's the e at the end of York, but it's T H O M. Yeah. Tom, Tom Tom York. York. So obviously a brilliant man. Um I I would I, I would agree with him though about high and dry. I love the song, but it doesn't sound like Radiohead. It sounds different. It sounds like another I'm trying to think yeah. who, because I, I was thinking about the same thing. I was like, who does this sound like that is kind of more like a a modern rock band that is just kind of or maybe it was like an early two thousands uh one and done you know like sort of band that was just kind of like they had one big hit i just yeah. can't remember who it was but it does sound kind of like in that same uh style something they'd play at the end of some 80s but, cheesy movie or something right yeah yeah something like that yeah it just but it's a great song honestly it is. Like, yeah it is but it, it isn't radiohead which is why he whenever i heard whenever i heard the first song planet Telex mm. for the first time I was like this is this is not great this is <laughs> not great um That's and funny. then I heard the bends and I was like and I heard the bends and I was like oh this is also <laughs> not great and high and dry was a little bit more catchy I was like okay this is I can work with this I guess uh fake plastic trees I kind of liked it a little bit just because it's you know I kind of do like some of those more melancholy yeah, songs yeah. Bones, I didn't really care for too much. Nice Dream, I, I liked pretty much right away. And then just also could have taken it or leaving it, you know, taken it or left yeah. it. But um, I just, yeah, I couldn't. But now I love Planet Telex. It's like, so good, isn't it? It's so good. Song. Yeah, such yeah. a great song. And the bands too. Yeah. And like literally, literally all every single They all song. have something special about them. Um, and I want to go back to what you said, because I think that's interesting that you said that these songs are going to stick with you longer than Pablo honey. And I almost wonder, is the reason like, what is the reason for that? Like Antonio said, you know, it's maybe a little more catchy, but is maybe the reason for a, like why the songs take so much work to appreciate in the first place. Here, wait, sorry. I got to go real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a best three out of three podcast if somebody didn't uh, leave mid sentence. I, I actually, I'm getting a call too. Craig. Are you serious? Are you, <laughs> yes. are you serious? Really? Oh, oh my I'm goodness. I thought you were. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, uh, I was so saying like. Um, what were you saying? Is the reason why they're they're more catchy because like they're harder to get into at first, but, and because there's so much to unravel, but like once you unravel it, you see like, Oh, this is really meaningful. And it's, it has so much depth more so than something you get right away. If you get it right away, it's like, 
easy come, easy go kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that's it. And I think that's why like from here on out, the Radiohead albums have such a huge staying power and influence um, because, you know, you probably won't get them on the first listen. Um, but when you unravel them, these songs are just going to stick with you for like the rest of your life in meaningful ways. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. I think, um, I just, dang it. What was my thought? I think, um, I feel like when I listen to the bends, I feel like, um, and even a little bit Pablo honey too. I feel like I'm listening to the albums that inspired other bands that I've listened yeah, to hundred percent, I would say. And I, and I guarantee that that's the case because who couldn't be inspired by these, especially, yeah. you know, you know, these albums are not super old, but they're in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. In the nineties. So there was a lot of, a lot of bands uh, came after a lot of bands. Who do you think, came who do you think like, what is it? Who do you think was inspired by the bends and Pablo honey? I, I can't necessarily put my finger on it. But you can feel the and give you and give you a specific, right. you know, band or multiple specific bands that I can definitely just feel yeah. like there was definitely stuff taken from these albums and implemented in their in their respective definitely. music. Well, I think people say that like Coldplay, for example, when they started with like their first album came out in two thousand, I think. So it was just a little bit after these. They they had an EP come out a little bit before. And people, I think, say like Chris Martin and Coldplay were trying to be like the like um, like were inspired by Radiohead by like but in a like lighter way, like lighter Radiohead kind of like not as heavy Um, because Chris Martin, he would sing like falsetto and high and and stuff. And we're talking about Coldplay now. Well, Mark was just saying that, you know. For, for the audience, if you've also left, uh, Antonio's back now. We'll give you a recap. <laughs> Thank <laughs> thanks for, you. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were just saying that Mark said that these albums, he feels like really inspired other artists and other bands. Oh, like yeah. These two albums. And we were just trying to figure out like which ones. Maybe. Oh, it's hard. So do you think it's hard yeah, to look at think? Muse the same after you listen to Radiohead? I think Muse is a big one, too, especially Muse's like yeah. first few albums. Yeah. Like the early yes. news, because and they they started like ninety. When did Showbiz come out? Ninety nine. So like same thing. Like they heard Radiohead and they were like, okay, let's we can do this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they totally they totally stole everything from Pablo. Yeah. Well, even the the vocalists and the bands and OK Computer. When you hear OK Computer, because that was ninety seven, mm-hmm. and then Muse ninety nine. But yeah, the vocalist too. It's it's too- pretty similar. I mean, you know, it's funny. You could probably mix. Uh, Citizen Erased and kind of mix it up and maybe think it's a Radiohead song if you didn't know any better. Yeah, that's true. Especially how it like breaks into that weird spacey uh, section of the song. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I do think Radiohead is more yeah. refined than Muse. Like I like them even well, like way more than Muse. Like Muse is better for like if you just want like hyper mm-hmm. energy and just like get going and get rocking, they're good for that. But Radiohead is like introspective and um almost more vulnerable. Um, I want to say maybe delicate. I don't know. I like, I like that word. I like that vulnerable. word. Vulnerable. I think yeah. that like, and you'll find that come out a like lot a, more. like a, yeah, like a young, like a young helpless child, Craig. 
vulnerable. <laughs> at school. <laughs> at again, school. Again, in again, sixth again, grade. Again, again, there's no excuse for your childhood. Okay, I don't <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that <laughs> or understand what you're saying. I'm just I'm just Thank I'm just you. joking. I, everyone um, loves the jokes. But the the question Oh sorry. But uh Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna mention really quickly. Uh yeah, I, I couldn't get into to muse really i don't know what it was it's just i feel like they're they not that they sound their songs sound too similar to one another but um in a way they kind of do and they're just kind of like too yeah. much maybe just too much trouble you know like in my ear i don't know what it is yeah. about them yeah yeah but i just couldn't get into it they're definitely catchy you can like get into them but then you leave them pretty quick too and that's the thing about radiohead is it has longevity yeah. and i don't know what what exactly gives a right. band that kind of longevity but it's almost like you have to, like with Radiohead, like I said, because it takes a while to get into it, it takes a lot longer to process it as opposed to Muse, which you can process pretty quickly. You know what's going on. Exactly. There's not much depth. Yeah, that's a good, good point. Yeah. You you eloquently stated exactly what I was thinking. So true. So um, I my first experience with the Benz was, I think, right when I moved to Canada, um, in December of 2013 and this album heavily reminds me of winter time now because of that there was like snow everywhere it was like my first actual time living in Canada as like a grown person um driving around I I picked up the CD I think from like Value Village which is like the goodwill of Canada picked up the CD for like two dollars or something and like played that just over and over and over and over um in driving around in the echo. And I was man, like, man, I love this. And I hadn't heard much other Radiohead at the time. I had heard okay computer. Um, and I only kind of stuck with those two for a long time. Cause I was afraid of getting into the rest of Radiohead actually. Cause I was like, I don't know. I've heard they're weird and I think it's going to be overwhelming. And I don't know. Is it too um, vulnerable for you? Yeah. I wasn't ready <laughs> <laughs> from my childhood that I, what did you say? I have no excuse for <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so funny you say that because OK Computer was my winter album. Oh, funny. Yeah, that's so, cool. Like, I mean, it's not a, probably not the best album to be listening to during winter time. Um, but yeah, I actually love listening to that album. Actually, yeah. Well, it's my I favorite songs, but it's so depressing. <laughs> actually, Kid A is amazing in winter time too. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Get there. So what comes after OK Computer? Is Kid A. Kid A. Yeah. And that's... Kid, Kid A. A has yeah. nothing to do like... with Canadians. <laughs> okay. No Canadians were harmed in the making Oh, they of were. Album. They just don't really, you know, yeah, mention it. About it. They just covered it up. Yeah. They'll find the burial grounds later, I'm sure. So is this a is this a crash that's test that. dummy on the cover of the Benz? Is that what this is? I'm afraid to ask. It, it looks like it. That's what that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but uh, that's the cover anyway. It's got Radiohead and big white red letters. The um, bins. My. F so does ra does Radiohead continue to get more mellow throughout the album? Yes both and no. Ways. It goes both ways. They get more intense and, and more, more mellow. mellow. <laughs> yeah. Like once you get oh, okay. to modern day Radiohead, which is uh, a moon shaped pool. It is like mellow. so chill. It's like you, you can fall. I fall asleep listening to those I songs. Do. So it's I can't so drive and listen to it. 
but they're okay. like amazing. So interesting. You're going to love them, Mark. When the album will. came out, they started playing one of the songs on the radio and I instantly shut it off because I wanted to like listen to the whole thing at once. Yeah, exactly. The whole album is an amazing experience, but you'll get that. You're not allowed to listen to it yet. You'll you should there. just go. Just no, don't just don't jump ahead. It. Don't ruin it. This we need content for be, this podcast. Please don't the ruin Lance, it. <laughs> the Lance Armstrong of Radiohead. Just <laughs> no, go to the finish. Lance. Don't don't do it. Start doping. Um, but coming up next, Mark is OK Computer, which is like one one of their biggest albums i mean like it it shot them into huge they were playing huge concerts and stuff um and then he got really like tom got really burned out and was like i hate this i don't want to be a rock band anymore and that's when they came up with kid a um so you'll see mm. so the style completely it changes. is a complete like shift uh, but it like changed music in a good way. And I think you're going to, uh, that album, it will take a few listens for sure. <laughs> Which one? Kid A, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I liked the national anthem right off the bat. That but as an album? Completely, uh, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Like I said, it was just pieced Ever? out. I have now, but at the time no. when I first. Okay. But like, if you're going into it as an album, like it's going to be hard to process all at once. Yeah. Um, but I love it. It is so good. But anyways, we're talking about the Benz. So um, my favorite song would probably be, I really love the three, My Iron Lung, Bulletproof, I Wish I Was, and Black Star. Like those three in a row are just like so, so good. Um, what do you guys think? Favorites? On the Benz. Those would have to be my, those would have to be my least favorite. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, you're um, entitled they're to probably, your opinion. I think, I think I've listened to them the least. Um, just by like a song, just by like one or two plays maybe, but oh, man, that's a really tough, that's tough. Actually. I might say fake plastic trees, mm -hmm. but I really, I, I actually don't know. I think uh, the first yeah. Planet Telex is six. Amazing. I think I think the first six songs are all my favorite, pretty much. Amazing. Yeah. What's funny is I actually didn't listen to this album in preparation for it. Um, I'm sure that you didn't. What's funny? That's not funny. <laughs> what's not funny? Which is has no comical value to this. I did not listen to the uh, things in preparation. I forgot, but I did like High and Dry, Fake Plastic Trees, My Iron Lung, and. I'm listening to him right now to see if I remember, I think Street Spirit, but I could be wrong. It's oh, funny. Yeah. The, the guitar in Street Spirit, for some reason, makes me think it's a Metallica song. Oh, I was thinking System of a Down. Or maybe that. There's some, I, I, like, I don't know Metallica very well, so I don't know. But something like that, oh, System yeah. of a Down or something, like where I'm like, oh, what band is this? And then it's like Radiohead. So it confuses me a little bit. So I... I don't love that song just because of that, because I feel like which song again, the, the last one street, street spirit. Like oh, it's, it's a great song, but I, I just think it confuses too. me. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. It sounds like a system of a down. It actually sounds like, um, okay, that's what it is. What is yeah, the, what is the song called? Hold on. Let me see. You can pull it up. It's like one of their last songs on soldier side. Yeah. I think soldier side. Yeah. Did it's they come up very, with it after Radiohead? Because maybe Radiohead yes. invented it. Yeah. So yeah, they just was, stole it, it from Radiohead. They stole it from Radiohead. And we're like, oh, it's System of a Down, but it's really, it's always been Radiohead. It's always been Radiohead, yeah. Wake wow. up. 
Yep. Wow. No, for sure. But I immediately thought of that when, when I heard fade out for the first time. Yeah. Interesting. So I would give this, I gave Pablo honey a six out of 10. I'm going to give the Benz a, ah, ah, you can use, you can use, you can use decimals. Yeah. Yeah. Or percentages. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking like it is definitely better than Pablo honey. It's got songs that have staying power, but it is also one of the, like I listened to this one the least out of all the Radiohead albums. Um, so I'm going to do like six and a half or seven out of 10, maybe 6.7, 6.7 out of 10 for me. What do you guys think? That's good. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I would say I would probably do like a 7.25. Nice. Yeah, to be honest, I just avoided this one subconsciously as well well. you didn't even listen to it so (laughs) yeah that's why i'm not really too hot on this album it never really stood out to me okay well i think you should give it another chance antonio because like i said it took me at least two tries to all the way through all the way through to even like to even based off of your recommend recommendation mark i will give it another shot as i hope our listeners will too we sure do we're talking to you austin thank you We're talking to you, Austin. And our, only yeah. you. Our, our, <laughs> our, our one listener. Our, our one fan. I hope you're How's having a great going, time at, at work or jogging or whatever the heck you're doing. How's your bike? Let us know. Yeah, shout out to Austin. Please send us a voice message, our Austin. one listener. Craig, you don't even send me a voice message. I've asked you 10 I times. <laughs> I, uh, because I, here's the thing. I always, whenever you ask me, I don't have my microphone set up and I like, don't want to just, just do it off of a phone. That's and the then beauty I'm like, of it. And I've tried doing it on a phone and I'm not signed in to anchor on the phone. <laughs> I have to be on the computer. So then I'm like, oh, it won't let me do it on the phone. So then I have to like sign in the com- on the computer. And I actually went all the way through. I recorded like three different versions of a message, but I was like, oh, these are all lame. Like maybe I should write out what I'm going to say. And then I got distracted and never finished. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm going to write out what I'm going to say and I'm going to send it into you. It's going to be good. But also stay tuned, I guess, for a special crossover episode uh, between best three out of three and two crazy screws. Screws. Crazy screws. What is is that going to be called? What? The episode? Yeah. Welcome to best two crazy three out of three scoops i just vomited thinking about it so <laughs> yeah anyway that'll be I coming feel car up sick now yeah oh and we forgot to mention everyone this is our 10th anniversary episode <laughs> our 10th episode <laughs> anniversary how long, how long have we been doing this craig <laughs> this is our 10th anniversary. we've uh, aged we're i never thought for this stuff I never thought we were going to make it to 10 episodes. I feel like that's an accomplishment. You know, well, guys? I mean, it you is, did split two, one episode into two parts. So it was so long, though. I think that <laughs> counts. It does. Eight and We've nine. come a long way. Mark's audio has gotten better. I'm actually in my office. Amazing. Craig is uh, still here. Still here. <laughs> My, still not responsible for my childhood. <laughs> no one's responsible for your childhood, Craig. No one okay. can be held responsible for that. <laughs> not even your parents. Okay. Oh man. I'll uh, I'll meditate on that for a little bit. 
<laughs> but it's true. We have come a fantastically long way. Like from here on out, we're going to, you're just going to love Mark's audio quality. You're going to love the episodes. I mean, you, you're already loving it now, Austin. Hopefully. <laughs> so thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, okay let's go into the uh the yeah next go ahead you didn't do the music for the last episode craig dropping the ball man i didn't do the what i like the i was looking forward to the um podcast in a podcast music oh really yeah i thought you hated it oh no it was amazing it's like the uh, electric parade at disneyland or something yeah. Oh, I thought like nobody liked it. So I was like, why am I putting all this extra time into this and no one even cares? If you like it, I'll bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please uh, send us a message and let me know if you like our music or not. Audio um, message only. <laughs> yeah. At Anchor or Spotify, click on the little details in the thing. Let's move on to our next topic here, folks. Guess what we're talking about? We had two parts uh, making fun of Kenneth for his Uber delivery <laughs> setups. Uh, but Antonio brought up a nice, a nice point about, you know what? The world of Uber delivery drivers is not as glamorous as you might think. Um, it's pretty dangerous. It actually, do you have any insight on that? Like what is going on in the world of Uber? Well, I mean, in the world of Uber, if we were to look up a commercial or something, it's smiling people happily ordering food. That's prepared by happy, smiling people that is delivered by happy, smiling people. Oh, so you're saying happiness is a lie here. <laughs> happiness is a warm podcast, Craig. We've already been through this. We, we've learned that. Happiness is not a warm Uber delivery. <laughs> oh, now that's probably true. So what makes it not as happy as we want it to be? I mean, imagine walking into any fast food restaurant. What are you, what are you looking at? Just in your in mind's eye. I'm seeing like 16 year old Antonio angrily flipping burgers. <laughs> you don't Wishing see the burger flippers. Okay. You never see I, the burger flippers. I see my brother because he worked at McDonald's for a brief time at the cashier at the cash register. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, we should have talked about that when he was here. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Then. Well, we, have to, yeah. we, have to, we have to talk about that then. Oh my God. Later. Yeah. All it is is people. Yeah. Like no, it's just people just people want with it, like disabilities that scream at you constantly. That's all it yeah. is. That's fast food. Okay, and Uber is like taking that to the next level. Oh, like these people <laughs> you, are you drunk. Go, you they're go high. To the people, it, it takes it to the level of you go to the people, right? With <laughs> yeah. the disabilities and who are yelling Instead at you. Instead of they come to you, they are <laughs> drunk. They're high. They're half taught, half clothed. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a glamorous thing, Craig. Oh, I, uh, well, this was deli pizza delivery, but I did deliver a pizza to a guy. He's like, oh, you can come in. And I was just like, uh, so I put the pizza down. He's just living there, just drinking himself to death. Oh dear. That's sad. Yeah. That's food delivery. <laughs> oh man. So like, of well, course, Kenneth, the well-polished professional individual, I would love to deliver to Kenneth. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. The 10 other people that you're delivering to in that day are just miserable, angry. Miserable people. And do they take it out on the delivery driver? Yeah, I mean, wait, that's but so sad. If you delivered to Kenneth, you would have to walk up 
You'd have to go into his Exactly apartment. what I'm saying. You'd I wouldn't even know. You'd have to get the plate, get the silverware, sit the table, <laughs> open the box of pizza, wash Kenneth's hands for him. <laughs> and then when he's done, you'd have to feed him. You It's pizza, but you'd have to cut it for him, feed it to him, wipe it's his little mouth, slices. wipe his mouth. <laughs> and you and you won't even get tipped. And you, you won't even get tipped because Kenneth doesn't tip people. He's cheap. Right. And another funny thing about food delivery is there's multiple hands that that food goes through to get to your oh, really? mouth. Okay. Your hands are the last step in a giant chain of just individuals. So is that not true even at like a restaurant or a just regular, like regularly, if somebody prepares food for you, there's a gajillion people touching it. That is it. not true. Okay. Can you elaborate? It goes through one pair of hands. <laughs> <laughs> I hang on Mark's every word. Mark's a contrarian. <laughs> Mark, with that mic, we'll listen to whatever you have to say. So whatever wield the power wisely, please. <laughs> so what in the world are you talking about? That was total nonsense. <laughs> of course it goes through multiple hands. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you live in the but same reality however, that we do. However, I will say this, just from my observance. Don't it say goes, it. It goes through probably a couple of pairs of hands, right, at a, at a restaurant. Maybe mm -hmm. two, maximum three, I would think. Um, cooks, well, depending hands, obviously. On, I guess, I guess if there's multiple cooks, but sometimes. Or depending on the restaurant, like well, in McDonald's, there's like the the bun guy. He just sends the bun down the line, and then there's like the cheese guy. Is that how they do it? And then there's like the pickle guy, and everybody is touching like each individual <laughs> so piece. Of Craig, <laughs> Craig so has no idea person. how a McDonald works. So there's one person for every ingredient. Every oh, there is a ketchup guy. <laughs> wait, wait. The point. You're the point shot. I'm trying to make. The point. <laughs> Sometimes if you like are you want you put three pickles if you want to go crazy. Oh my god. Okay, the so point I'm trying to make <laughs> in Craig's world. Can you just imagine, you just in Craig's imagine world. the interview process where they're like, okay. We're gonna need you to put pickles, two pickles on each burger. How does that sound? Don't put three, you'll get fired. That's outside your job description. Oh my goodness. Not one, not three, two pickles. I would love to be at that job interview. That should be the name I'd love of this to work podcast, at that job. Right? That's all you have to do. What should be the name? Not one, not three, but two pickles. But two pickles. <laughs> Featuring the bends. <laughs> okay, the point I'm trying to make about the oh. hands is not about cleanliness or anything, oh, but about God, someone crying. screwing up. Right. So remember the SpongeBob episode where the guy is like, you didn't put the pickles. That's what I was thinking about, you know, when I was talking about the pickles, actually. People do that. You forgot the pickles. Mm. Like they actually get mad. Yeah. So you're delivering the food and they're like, this isn't what I ordered. And you're like, well, I just picked it up from the restaurant. Like, right. Well, you I need, didn't you need to go take it back. Like, that's not my job. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> can't they just like file a thing with Uber? And then you get to they, eat the free food. You are Uber, then... Craig. 
you oh, are you Uber. Are. So that's a downside to working for Uber there. Yeah. Wow. You sent us some interesting you articles. You are the face of Uber, right? <laughs> <laughs> Without any of the upside. <laughs> You, you you sent us an article that said like restaurants actually hate the uh, Uber delivery apps like Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, etc. And I didn't consider this impact on restaurants, but apparently Uber charges them like a 30% fee or something. Yeah, to use their service. <clears throat> to use their service. And the <clears throat> restaurant doesn't charge any more on the app. Mm-hmm. So they're actually like losing money. Actually, yeah, so- from what Hang I've on. experienced, just in my own, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Antonio, my own ordering experience, <clears throat> like with DoorDash, I, I do notice that in the DoorDash app, it's more expensive than, or at oh. least at this one particular restaurant, I can't speak for all restaurants, well, but good. at this one particular one, it's more expensive in the DoorDash app than it is to order straight from them. Okay. Which but makes sense. Still, I think like you still should charge that. the restaurants though. Right. right, but if you if you mark your food up thirty percent, then you're making the same, and you're still on Uber Eats and DoorDash. And no, either. that's their price for it. So it's I don't, not I don't the think, restaurants. Yeah, can't I, the restaurants set the price on Uber or no? I don't think so, because that's what they were what? saying. They were that's like, crazy. "Don't order off of Uber; just go to the website, because you can order a Papa John's pizza off of Grubhub from. They make Papa less jo- money, yeah. and you pay more than and just going on the website. But people would rather use Grubhub." Because yeah. they're used to it, so yeah. it's so it's just right there. You can you can order it from anywhere, and your credit yeah. card's on there too. So your credit, yeah. credit card for all these students. So it's Man. not that it's not that the restaurant brings the price up and then makes the same amount, and then Uber and Grubhub and all them just take the the extra little bit off the top. No, right? They Grubhub and you know whoever else they raise the price, and the restaurant still gets take. It still has to pay the 30%. So they're taking the entire spread, the 30% Man. and the cream off the top. And that doesn't go to the price. driver either. That doesn't go to anyone. It just goes to Grubhub or Uber or DoorDash. <clears throat> so they're actually probably so making more like 40% because they, they get the they get the 30% plus the cream off the top, which is probably like another 10% because the restaurant that yeah. I'm talking about, it's at least 10% more expensive uh, to order on Plus they have like service, service fees, like just to use the app or something like a service fee. Yeah. Um, Is there also like the delivery fee? Does that go to the driver or the delivery guy? Nothing goes to the driver. It's all free. It's all free. (laughs) (laughs) It's all voluntary. (laughs) I don't know where the cut, like the cost comes out of not the price of what the product that you're delivering, but rather the distance and the time. So I could deliver like $500 worth of food, but that doesn't mean I get a percentage of $500. That means you drove two miles, so you get this much. Okay. So in your experience, how often did people, um, do you get the tip and how often did people give you a tip? No one give you a tip. Really? Yeah. They'd maybe every now and then, but I didn't do too many Uber Eats orders. Okay. Um, There's an interesting story, but I'll tell you guys afterwards. Is it not podcast safe? It is podcast safe, but it's just kind of, you know, it's just a funny story, but I don't okay. know. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. Well, yeah, I uh, I always tip whenever we've ordered on Uber or whatever, because I feel like. Well, you're the only guy who does that, Greg. That's so sad. <laughs> Out of all the millions of Uber users. Oh, well, tipping people isn't something that people generally uh, think about. I think I started tipping people after I worked in food service. 
Interesting, because you saw the saw how bad it was. I just I saw that how it much was bad. a one dollar a two dollar tip can make. Like it just just feels how much good. a difference? Yeah, it's a difference. Yeah. It's like eh, you know, you didn't have to do right. it, but it's nice. Exactly. That's why I like to do it. I think more people. If you're listening to this podcast, Austin, tip your Uber delivery drivers. Okay? And five Austin, bucks. If, if you're listening, Austin, five bucks is we, a big tip. <laughs> just remember that. If not, there's only five one other. There's only like actually. If not Austin, then there's only one other viewer, which is Craig, basically, because I don't even (laughs) listen to this podcast. (laughs) Mark, you need to start taking notes on the podcast so we can review the podcast. Wow. So I don't know. Like that's it's a sad system, honestly. The delivery Uber business, like that's a sad. It seems like everyone's losing, but I have to say that's kind of how it is with all like major corporations. Pretty much everyone loses except for the corporation, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. funny that well, but the, even Uber doesn't make any money. Actually, no, no they, yeah. that business is no, profitable. That business yeah. is profitable. But yeah. they were but under for a while. Really? Yeah, like those companies where does pay, the money go? What do you mean? Well, if like it I So don't know. Well, the the business plan that they have is generally pay people really good rates to start off with. So they're not making any money cuz all the money is basically going to the drivers. Oh, so it was good at one time. It was, yeah. But slowly mm. over time, what they do is they lower their rates and they take more money, lower their rates, take more money. And then now it's at a pretty bad place. But because of the pandemic, it may have switched backwards, but mm. it's not going to stay that way forever. It's never a way to actually make good money. It's Interesting. Like if you're in a pinch, maybe it's a nice help, but it's just. Yeah. It's not like something you can live off of, but it's like, oh, I wanted to get like a hundred bucks this weekend. Maybe I'll do a little bit of this. Yeah. Just for fun. But it's not like, you, like you'll need another job probably. Yeah. It's on. not for fun either. It's like, yeah. Can you imagine, just go through the mind process of going and picking up food for someone else. I'm there. I'm on my bike. I'm loving my life because I'm on my bike. I'm listening to Radiohead. <laughs> I'm lost because I'm terrible with directions. <laughs> so it takes me forever to find the place. I finally get there. Somebody has stolen the food order. Kenneth, and then I give it's up. Kenneth. It, Kenneth has stolen <laughs> Kenneth. it. And I give up and I go home. Yeah, that would be hard. Well, I, I would get really stressed out again just because I'm so bad at directions that like I would need like a phone on my bike or something, a GPS. Okay. Exactly so during that moment, times. you flip on the best three out of three podcasts because you're a huge, big fan. And Kenneth's yeah, yeah. on here accusing you of being one of the worst individuals. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this stupid podcast, I'm trying the best I can. Kenneth is uh, complaining because his Uber Eats driver will not come up his steps, come into his apartment, dress him, bathe him, put the set the table, cut up his pizza, his cat litter. feed him, wipe his face. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So Although, uh, it's funny. <laughs> what? It's Kenneth married? He wants his he wants his Uber Eats driver to be particular. I know, but it's just, you know. <laughs> he had to eat a can of tuna. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's such a far way to fall oh man like i mean do you eat tuna for fun ever no no <laughs> <laughs> maybe sardines but oh oh man 
It's anyways. just funny because my wife would be pretty upset with me if I said that. <laughs> really? <laughs> She'd be like, don't tell people I don't make you dinner. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well you don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, folks, it's been a wild ride. Um, I think we've come to the conclusion of this section here about Uber, I hope. Um, I don't think this is the last part, Craig. I think there's going to be a trilogy. Of Uber. We're going to have. Well, there's already two parts previous to this episode. <laughs> oh, there is. So this is the third part. This well, is the third part this. of the same episode. So there's going to be a. Well, I don't know. There may be well, more yet on this Uber. I think I've learned a lot about Uber delivery, though, and I feel bad for the delivery drivers. And you should, um, it's not. I mean, just step into a restaurant or a fast food place. And imagine yourself working there every single day. Yeah. It's it's like a people expect a lot from fast food people, but the whole system is terrible. It is. I mean, that can be said about a lot of places that you work. Um, everybody hates where they work generally, I think. Yeah, but it's just funny how much is expected for getting paid so little. For so little. Yeah, it's true. You're expected to be like a butler but you're you get paid minimum wage and you work at McDonald's and they want you to be their like life butler. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is, is the people that expect this of you aren't even, they don't even have <laughs> enough money to like justify them treating you like this. Like you're only right. making just a little bit more than and me it's, or the same exact. Because it's because that's how the system was designed, <laughs> which is why people feel like that. They're like, Oh, well I'm entitled to boss you around because this is how we've set up society you know what though you know what i don't know as you as you order uber eats or doordash or whatever it is not cheap right it's not cheap um ordering a meal for two on doordash is like easily 40 50 bucks yeah whereas if you just got your butt up and went to the restaurant it would be like 25 bucks for the two of you right and it shows how much people want to just be like waited on yeah the the, the funny enough thing about this is if you really do need to make money, like doing Uber Eats or some other kind of gig work, it yeah. would be better for you to work at an actual pizza delivery shop in the evenings after whatever job you do. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you're guaranteed to make that money per hour. You're definitely going to get tips more often because you're, you know, that's kind of- people are used to tipping like a pizza guy. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and it's generally pretty easy in the evenings. There's no prep work that needs to get done. It's just cleaning dishes and delivering pizzas. That's it. Right. Right. Huh. That's good to know. That's I'll just that advice. If you're in that like predicament. Yeah. I often find myself in that predicament because of my childhood. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's like, if you're going to use your car for anything, just be a pizza delivery person. That's a good idea. And they're yeah. usually pretty desperate, so they'll let you choose your hours. It's not like an actual, like, they want you to be there all the time. You're like, sorry, I can only do weekends. And they're like, well, I mean, that's when we need people, so. <laughs> so if you become a pizza delivery person, you will not have to go into Kenneth's house, dress him, bathe him, <laughs> cut up the pizza, feed him, wipe his face, <laughs> Comb his hair. I'm skipping at this point in the podcast. I'm like, how many times is he going to say this? Skip, skip. Oh, you want to know the best? Going. You want to know the best part of all this too? Okay, what? What? People screw up making the orders, and so there will be like buffalo wings just hot and ready to go that no one's going to eat because they can't get delivered to anyone. Oh, 
and you get them. Yeah. And then there's other people that work there that are like, oh, I want a free pizza. Oh, sorry. I messed up this pe- this large deep dish pizza. <laughs> Guess we're going to have to make another one. And then there's this deep dish pizza in the back that everyone can just eat off of. Oh, smart. Is that, are you talking about the Uber Eats delivery or are you talking about pizza guy delivery? Working at a, as a pizza guy because you get a lot oh, more free food. So that you've way done too. both. That's great. I have. Yeah. That's really great. Cool. So I think we can move on now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are we done here, guys? <laughs> Welcome to B Rate My you Bike. Knock on Kenneth's door. Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even Kenneth Kenneth doesn't even open the door for you. He no. just he merely unlocks it with a with a button that he presses from the comfort of his couch. Yeah. You then have to open the door. You have to sanitize the doorknob. You come in, you get him off the couch, you bring him to the table, place him on the chair, and you wipe his face, you clean his hands <laughs> with a sanitary wipe. You place the table. I don't know if anyone is laughing at this point <laughs> except for Antonio. <laughs> I just like seeing how uncomfortable that, Craig that, is now. If that pickle guy, if the pickle guy put one too many pickles on, the whole thing's off. The whole the thing's whole off. Thing it's off. over. Two pickles, okay? No more. Somehow no Kenneth gains the energy to stand up and throw the food on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this enrages Kenneth so much that he has he has he to throw it on the ground. Oh, welcome. Welcome to Open B-rate your can of tuna, bike. folks, because oh. we're going into B-Rate Your Bike. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Welcome to B-Rate My Bike, the podcast within a podcast. And uh, folks, I just want to give you a shout out. Um, please send us pictures of your bikes. Yes, Austin. Um, Best 3 out of 3 at gmail.com. Craig, you already know that this is falling on deaf ears. We have, we have no pictures. Shh, don't tell them, Mark. Don't we tell have them. so many pictures. We have so many. We can't. We can't sort through them all. I just wanted to say, if you wanted to send us pictures of anything you like to exercise with, or like <clears throat> ride around on, or like shoes, maybe you got some new shoes that you're like, hey, look at look at my new walking shoes, or you know, send us pictures and we'll berate them. Anyways, today on berate my bike. Guess what we're berating. Antonio's dad's bike at long last. Oh yeah. The moment Darth Vader, the Darth Vader bicycle. So what do you think, Mark? We're going to put these pictures up on the blog spot. You can check them out. I actually haven't even done the blog spot. Yeah. I was like, man, the guy doesn't put the music. He doesn't do the blog. Oh spot. my gosh. I do everything. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> so are these pictures that you sent today, Antonio, pretty current? I think so, yeah. Like that that's his new shed, so Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, so you we're gonna rate a shed too for shed all today. Well, the shed is very nice. It does look nice. I see there's no lock. Is there a lock? Like there's no padlock on there. Who cares so about safety. the lock on the shed, Craig? Well, if you keep your bike in there, you're gonna want to make sure you're I guarantee up. you my dad locks his stuff up and he has oh, cameras okay. everywhere. All right, Safety so first. Everything short of having a shotgun, my dad has. <laughs> so this is a black Trek. Do you know what the model here is, Mark? What is I, this? I can't see. I can't see Antonio, what, the you know what the model is, is. But it is a Trek. So just right off the bat, uh, you can tell on the crank it says Ultegra. So the group set, which is the components like the crank, um, the crank set, the brakes, the chain 
the shifters, the uh, bottom bracket cassette, and um, I'm so happy I'm listening to this right now. What you wanted missing? it, Greg. You wanted it. I know, guys. We can have a segment where we berate bicycles. It was funny. Little did you know the beast you were unlocking in Mark. <laughs> I really just make him co-host. I want to see uh, these pictures. Uh, no, <laughs> no. So Mark has gone off into some sort of a land. That a trance, we, a trance. A trance. <laughs> But it's definitely got Shimano all over the place. The uh, shifters look incredible. Um, the tires are incredible. Um, everything looks incredible. The seats incredible. Oh, that's what I'm forgetting, the derailleurs. So there's always eight components to a group set. It's the shifters, the brakes, the front and rear derailleur, right. the crank set, the chain, the cassette, and the bottom bracket, which you cannot see, <clears throat> it goes inside the uh, inside the frame, in between right. the crank set, <clears throat> or a good place it, for it. the crank set goes through it. So anyway, there's eight components. It looks like your dad's is an Ultegra group set, which is very good. It's on the high end. So yeah, I, I, I because of all the laughing, <laughs> my throat is shot now. Um, <laughs> uh, so. So it's on the high end. So the hierarchy <laughs> is, um, it goes clear. Right. Claris is like the bottom of the bar- bottom of the barrel. It's, it's right. basically hot. Remember, we remember the fanatic way to remember these Claris, please spare us. Okay. From, spare us from Claris. Remember Sora, we did this Sora, Sora is spare next. Us, spare Sora me. is Snora. Sora is next. And then you have, Snora. um, Tiagra. Tiagra, which I, we didn't come up with a rhyme for Tiagra. You guys have anything this time? No, I can't think of anything. Kenneth's food delivery man. Kenneth's food Failure. delivery man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And then you have Shimano 105, and that's where it starts to get pretty good. Yeah. 105 going back to the 505 Arctic Monkeys. Okay. I can't believe you remember these, Craig. And then you have Ultegra, which is the ultimate because Ultegra is ultimate. No. And then you have Dura oh. Ace, which Dura Ace, Ace of Spades. Dura Ace is the top of the, the line. Best. It's one it's step above Ultegra. So your dad's yeah. bike is <clears throat> is definitely enthusiast performance. Um, very good components. It's a carbon bike, I'm sure. Um, I can't. Yeah, I, don't I know would. What the I would is, happily. But, I would happily ride this. But I'm sure it's at least. Mid, it's I'm at sh- least <clears throat> it's at least mid-level carbon. I'm mid-level. sure, at least because yeah. anything with Ultegra on it is going to be at least mid-level uh, to upper level. So, here's the kicker. Go ahead. My dad would have given it to me, but I'm not tall enough to ride the bike. Oh, that is a kicker. How tall are you? Five six, and my dad's like six one or six foot. Oh man, I could fit oh, on yeah, that it's bike. Too big of a bike. <laughs> Mark will have it. I'll have it. Yeah. It wouldn't fit me either. I don't think. Actually, that's how much would he sell it for? I don't know. I don't think that's something he's going to sell. If you want to buy Antonio's dad's bike, please write yeah, into the podcast. This is now Craigslist, is now the podcast. <laughs> Craigslist, <laughs> where we sell the bikes we be raped. <laughs> send us the money. We promise you'll get the bike one day. Yeah, you got to send the money first and then we'll deliver it to you, to your house. Yeah. Well, we'll use an Uber delivery guy to deliver it. So, <laughs> yeah, he'll, may he'll, or may not. 
We're not responsible for what happens. Please tip him. <laughs> yeah, please tip him. Anyway, so, so that's a so it's a, great, a ten out of ten for me. It's a great bike. Uh, the one thing I will say is I, I'm I wonder why your dad doesn't have carbon wheels. But then again, I wouldn't put carbon wheels necessarily on my bike either because I don't I just don't trust them. But yeah, that's uh, probably that would save like a lot of weight if he was into that. I don't know if he is, but you know, nice set of carbon wheels could save easily a pound off the whole bike. But other than I mean, other than that, like just little things here and there that you could do to upgrade. If you really wanted to, you don't have to, this bike is excellent as it is. Yeah. Um, 10 out of 10 for me. What do you think, Antonio? Uh, I mean, I can't really give this one a 10 out of 10 cause I can't ride it. <laughs> oh, I see. So it makes me sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't fit on this bike. I can only ride my mom's. <laughs> Man. Uh, so no, for, it, rate it, Mark. So for, for me, some, go ahead. Well, for some reason, he had an older bike that I could ride, though. But it was like, it was a red one. And it was really did nice. Did you adjust the seat height? Maybe I did. Like, if you dropped the saddle down, maybe you'd fit. Yeah, I think it was a different size bike, though. But when I rode that one, man, it was like, it was like hearing Mark's voice. That's what riding that bike oh. was like. This, this, you're going to have to edit out a lot of my coughing because I am coughing up a storm here. <laughs> the problem is, is I try to do that sometimes, but you cough like while you're talking. So <laughs> I can't, like, I, so I can't, I can't <laughs> like cut. So there's a lot that will still be there likely, but I will cut out the other ones. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Mark is a recovering smoker. <laughs> so for me, because this is an actual bike, it's a real bike and it's got real components on it unlike the ones we reviewed last week um, or last time rather, I would say compared to like a <clears throat> good Lord compared to like a, you know, like a, a top of the line bike uh, that is probably over $10,000. This bike is, it's definitely like mid range, I would say, you know, so yep, middle, um, that's comparing it to like the best of the best though. If you were to compare it to say for instance, Antonio's mom's bike, this bike yeah. blows that out of the water. So, right. um, well, this bike blows every, every bike we've reviewed on this podcast out of the water. It does. I it does. Yeah. Does it blow your personal bikes out of the water? It blows uh, my personal bike out of the water. No, not mine. Cause mine, I actually have my components are actually arguably a little bit better, but kind of in the same. Do you have one hundred five? No, I have Campagnolo parts on my bike in there. Oh, uh, which are not in the Shimano range. They're not in the Shimano range. It's a totally different company. It's Italian actually, but they're right. a lot a lot lighter. Like my entire group set, um, weighs about nineteen hundred grams. I think that's how much Super Mario weighs. He's um, actually Italian, actually. Yeah. Too. So. It's so my. Uh, Carbon fiber frame. It is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, it's yeah, a exactly. Trek I'm sure. Dormani with Ultegar components. Okay. With a Garmin Edge 520 biking computer. Crank brother pedals because they're more comfortable. Nice. Cool. Yeah. It kind of looks like it's set up a little bit more for comfort, um, but it's it's a heck of a bike. I'd probably, I'd probably give it a, um, I'll, I'll go with an eight mm -hmm. out of 10. Nice. I'm going to cut out all of that silence and it's going to sound like you had a complete sentence there. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. Wow. Thanks. So my decision, my decision-making process will be cut out. Yeah. Okay. And Super Mario's back. 
eight out of 10. Really good. So that's B rate my bike. Thanks for listening. We're wrapping up the podcast here. I just want to say I got a fidget cube recently. Oh dude, those look so cool. It is amazing. This thing has changed my life. If you're thinking about buying a fidget cube, do it, but get it from the actual company that invented them. ANSI labs. They're amazing. And if you want 10% off, I will put a link in the description that will give me a discount as well. What? We don't have sponsors on this podcast. We're not sponsored by it, but if you, we do have me. So if you want to buy a fidget cube, um, get it. They're amazing. Like you have a little metal ball. So this little metal ball spins. I can roll it around and it clicks so I can click it. It's hard to see because Antonio was playing a video game. It's got these little um, notches. So like these go up and down, these little notches. This thing is amazing. This is like a joystick. Wait, go the other way. We can see it better. Yeah. There you oh, go. yeah. This is like a joystick. So like I love like just moving this thing around. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> it's, it's so, so great. <laughs> it's like it's so uh, perfect you know, for you, Craig. Well, and then like this little flip, there's like a switch and it's it's a rocker switch where it like goes... It stops in the middle and then it goes like both ways or you can go all the way at once. It's so great. Ever this since I've known you, Craig, spins, you've always uh-huh. been fidgeting. I know because I have ADHD and this is this is what I need. Yeah, but I'm and glad so, that you found something that's uh, practical instead of uh, instead tearing of, up like, grass. Destroying things in front of me. That's why I was doing it. I didn't know why. Wow. But, um, so it's got these buttons. These ones don't make sound when you click. These ones make sound and this one makes sound. And then there's this little thumb holder here. It's amazing. If How is this you, better than a fidget, fidget spinner? Let's just talk about that. Okay, this is way better than a fidget spinner. I've used a fidget spinner. And if you're a fidgeter, fidget spinners are not for fidgeting. You can't really fidget with them. Because a fidget spinner, you have to hold it steady and like flick it and you just hold it while it spins. Huh. And it's incredibly <laughs> irritating to me when it, if it like hits your hand and it stops spinning, then it, it doesn't keep spinning. This is just hours of... of you can just keep touching everything on here and moving stuff and clicking and spinning and it has everything you need. It's way better than a fidget spinner. I highly recommend this. And Mark, if you want to get one, I will send you the link. It will also be in the description. 10% off. Ansi Labs. <laughs> AnsiLabs.com. <laughs> that is really funny. I love that they come in a bunch of different colors. And if you order it from Ansi Labs, they have the limited edition versions, which is what I got, which is apparently from their Kickstarter run. So which did you are get like the retro slightly, one? Yeah, this is retro. Yeah. So I got retro. I also ordered Midnight, which hasn't come yet, but I also got Midnight, which is like so all So you will black. be able to do double the fidgeting. Like both hands. <laughs> so like they're, they're really, really nice. It's, it's like comforting. It's like a, it's like a, it's like, I don't know. Just like it's comforting. Kind of like when <laughs> Kenneth's Uber driver is, is fixing the uh, napkin to says, his to his shirt. Yeah, it's and, it, that's uh, that's the feeling. And helping Kenneth into his slippers and putting his yeah that his uh, t shirt on after he's bathed him. Yeah, that that's, that's comforting. So I love these. Like it just really helps me to focus a little more, and I I fidget with it while I walk. While I talk, while I sit. So highly recommend it. Have you guys ever touched one or seen one? I I haven't, but it, it actually does look very tempting. 
it's really nice. I didn't, I thought it was like dumb to buy it honestly for at first, but like, I love it so much. And if you get the limited edition one, they're like made a little bit better than the regular versions that they sell at like Walmart. It comes in this like nice little fidget cube box and it comes with a little carrying bag, which I got. <laughs> you can like carry it around. <laughs> oh, Craig. I love Again, it so there's much. no excuse for your childhood. No <laughs> one, you. no one should be held responsible for what happened. <laughs> I don't know how to interpret that still, but thank you. So folks get a fidget cube. Now I know what you've all been waiting for. We're not done. The news from small town oh, Canada. No. <laughs> I just, oh, I meant to bring this up while we were talking about Uber. Actually, there was a veteran Taco Bell worker of 20 <laughs> years says he quit because customers have gotten so unreasonable and hard to deal with, which is can like you, exactly what you were talking can about. Can you imagine being a veteran Taco Bell worker? <laughs> 20 to years. To be referred to as a veteran Taco Bell worker. Like he was at Taco Bell probably pre that Chihuahua thing. Hey, I'm not going to lie. Being a manager at those places is pretty decent if you don't have any other options. Okay. <laughs> if your life has come to that and you have no other it's options not always, at all. I mean, some people, they have, have kids. If some people have kids, they have to provide for. And so they have to split their energies between providing for them and that it's a good way to make some money. Yeah. I just want to say I have been fidgeting with this the entire podcast. I, I was going to um, ask you, have you been fidgeting the whole time? Yeah, I've been. He has to edit I'm out the like clicks. Using it, I'm using it the whole podcast. Yeah, it's, it's funny. great. But yeah, so Taco Bell, he was really sad because people are always angry and demanding things to be perfect. And he's oh, like, it's yeah, unreasonable. Dude. So Which, so Craig fidgets on his fidget cube. I yeah. am constantly looking at e-bikes and uh, Antonio's Antonio playing, playing Mario, video Super game. Mario the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So welcome to the podcast. With hey, podcast, I just beat the podcast, first podcast. Hey, awesome. Welcome to the podcast where none of us are comfortable enough to be a hundred percent present in the podcast <laughs> at all times. At all times. So, um, small town news from Canada. Wait, I found some small in, uh, town. Well, this- yeah. All all I was going to bring up about him was that he just found people were hard to deal with, and that's why he quit. Um, which is what you cleaning the bathroom earlier. is pretty terrible too. <laughs> oh man. Mario so, is just well. such a classic. <laughs> it makes me want to play just watching you makes me want to play. So much. I'm having the time of my life. Welcome to the super Mario playthrough on this podcast. Right now, Mario <laughs> just jumped through a picture and Antonio got nine points. And now I didn't get any points. Now he's on a, he's swimming. Super Mario is swimming through a thing. <laughs> now he's climbing up a concrete bridge. Now he's in a building. He jumped on some, oh, he climbed up on some wood and he kind of slipped. So now he fell off. Now he's back on the wood. Now he jumped. Now he's on a big brick. Now he's on another brick. Now he's, he collected five coins there, I think. Could have been four. There's a diamond. He oh, went now back he for the, the coin. He didn't leave he any coins one. behind. No coins left behind. That's oh, he jumped all the way down onto the wood that's floating in the water, causing the wood to slightly submerge. Craig, you should be a sports broadcaster. That's Thank that's you. your calling in life. That's my calling. <laughs> has nothing to do with my childhood that I have no excuse for. <laughs> it has everything to do with your childhood that you have no excuse for. Okay. So, Craig, uh, while you've been fidgeting, while uh, uh, Mario Kart, Mario, sorry, Super Mario has been being played by Antonio. Uh-huh. We uh yeah. we've enjoyed this time immensely. 
this has been a fun podcast, guys. I'm so yeah. happy that we were all here together. Well, I haven't shared the small town news yet because you keep playing Mario. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> I think the Radiohead conversation is pretty good because we're, you know. Getting yeah, Mark. that was really good. We're getting Mark into it. And I think the listeners, Austin, will get into Radiohead now too, which is nice. The, the, is there the, any way that Austin the listener, the listener, the listener. Hey, Austin, uh, our PayPal is the best three out of three at <laughs> paypal.com. And Austin, if, if you want to... If you want to keep getting entertained by us, you got to pay up. And if you want to buy a fidget cube, please use the link in the description. And, and Austin, if you come onto the podcast, we will have zero listeners. That's true. Well, unless you listen to it after the podcast. I listened to. to the last one because it was a different experience driving in a car than actually listening to the podcast. Yeah, but you didn't even say anything on that podcast, hardly, Antonio. It was like you weren't even there. I was driving. I was, was trying driving. not to die. <laughs> there's no excuses. Just like there's no excuses for Craig's childhood. <laughs> no truer words have ever been spoken. Somewhere so, out there right now at this moment, Kenneth is being let down by yet another Uber driver. <laughs> yes, that Uber driver is going to rue the day that he stepped into Kenneth's apartment and did not bathe <laughs> Kenneth. Did not. Let's all pour out a can of tuna for Kenneth right now. <laughs> so the small uh, yes, town a news. ceremonial <laughs> can of tuna. <laughs> out of respect. <laughs> a moment of silence. Oh, we cannot. We literally cannot wrap this up but until you have, let me share the small to, town news. We have to remember that, oh that blessed day. That blessed day that the can of tuna was not able uh, to stay on the shelf. It was taken prematurely oh. by Kenneth. You know what? He I had don't to eat it. Have, he had to use If the tuna the is nutrients. good, I don't have too much against it. Okay. He had to just use the out of a can. His body, his Not body straight was out of a can. Kenneth's body was withering. It needed the nutrients inside <laughs> that can of tuna. <laughs> when I would go to Craig's house as a kid, he'd be like, you want some soda? I'm like, yeah. And he'd have seltzer water and mix it with fruit juice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was so disgusting. That was, so bad. That was Craig, right? Yeah. Again, we were like, Craig. There is no oh my God. Excuse. We were kids. We were kids. And he was, it was like when he moved into that new house and he's like, hey, do you want soda? And I'm like, yeah, heck yeah. I'm a kid. And then he just started pouring these two things together. And then you drink it. I'm like, oh, gosh, Craig, what is this? I literally don't remember that. that Listen, was, my parents never bought us soda. Metaphor. That was the perfect metaphor for Craig's childhood. I, I'm just kidding, Craig. Everything that I've said about your childhood is not anything has related accurate it has not been accurate <laughs> it's been 100 percent true this, okay uh, so you know pour yourself some seltzer water and grape juice and eat a can of tuna that uh, sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> it was beans most of the time whenever you would come true. wasn't it like it beans, beans all yeah. the time oh dude yeah. your mom's chili was the bomb and so then one time we're sitting there and I'm like, oh man, this is so good. And Kenneth's like, you got to put sour cream in it. And I was like, okay. So I put a little bit and I was like, oh, this is actually even better. And he just started putting sour cream in it over and over again. 
In and yours? Cra- uh, yeah, in mine. So then I oh, take a no. bite of it and I'm like, this is disgusting. And Craig's mom just walks like, <laughs> she's walking <laughs> by. <laughs> and I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, Kenneth's fault. <laughs> it's Kenneth's fault. <laughs> I was like, no, it's good. It's just Kenneth put too much sour cream in it. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I'm sorry you had to go through with, like live through that. That's this so sad. is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember that, Mark, right? Like just like beans a lot all the time. Oh, oh yeah, of course. All the time. It was beans. Yeah. Was it rice as well or just like beans? rice also? Yeah, rice. Yeah. Often rice and beans was like the meal of choice. Yeah. Anyway, so let's wrap it up because I got to get going. So yep. uh, let's thank get, you let's for get done. Um, uh, welcome to the news from small town Canada, folks. Um, Ikea manager describes quote unquote fun sleepover after a massive snowstorm stand strands 31 people in a giant furniture store. So this actually wasn't in Canada. Uh, this was in Denmark, Alborg, Denmark, which I think is a small town in Denmark and an Ikea. 31 people were there stranded in Ikea. They had to sleep there overnight. Wow. 25 of them were workers. Six of them were customers. Um, snow fell like way too much all at once. And the Ikea store manager said it was a once in a lifetime experience. I've been working in Ikea and I've never experienced this before. (laughs) And, uh, he said that the group spent the evening watching TV, playing card games, eating food from the cafeteria before retiring to bed in the showroom displays. And they each got to have some cinnamon buns, hot chocolate, coffee. They said there was even some beer. And um, they actually said that there was three women who worked at a store in the neighborhood and walked over and asked if they could shelter there with them because they heard on the news that all these people were in Ikea. (laughs) So then they knocked on the door and they hung out in Ikea too. And around 11 p.m. everybody went to sleep. And they had their pick of the beds that they wanted in the vast vast showroom. And uh, they woke up the next morning and the manager gave everybody a free pillow as a memento for the memorable experience. Um, And he said, in the morning, of course, we changed the bed linen and bedspreads. And then it was ready for customers at 10 o'clock. Ew. Oh, man, you almost fell off there. (sighs) Thank so you for that for news. Thank you for that news, Craig. That's very important. Yeah. Um, have you heard from Winkler yet, Mark? Um, I I have not, but I, I still hold out hope. You know, I That's um, good. We'll have to email them again next time. Yeah, next time I will send them another email from yeah. family and friends, and of course, Mark. Mark. Yep. So thanks for listening to Best Three to Three, the podcast. Buy a fidget cube. Um, Get trapped in IKEA. Yep. And have a nice childhood. Think back on your memories with fondness. Yes. And I listen to the bands. Listen to the bands. Listen to the bands. Radiohead. Good Come album. back next time. We are going to be doing OK Computer. It is going to change Mark's life. And I'll, I'll listen also. to that one too. Okay. I can't wait. And listen Let's to the bands our... too. Yeah. Listen Antonio. To the and sure. Austin. Give it another chance. And Austin. And yeah, our one listener. Thank you, Austin. You're great. Sponsor keep, us on. Keep listening. Patreon. So let's do our uh, handshake tournament. Okay. Close your eyes. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, I'm paper, and Antonio and Mark are both scissors. I always die. You die. So Mark and Antonio are going to 
Rock, paper, rock. scissors. Okay, Antonio uh, is paper and Mark is again. rock. Antonio wins again. I don't want this. He is the champion at this game. I don't understand how he's so good at it. It's because he doesn't like it. That's why. <laughs> so how does it feel now to be like the 10th anniversary episode champ? I feel sick to my stomach. Oh, you well, you should feel like ale. a champion. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening to Best 3 out of 3. All right, you stay classy, Tucson. And Austin. <laughs>